Hi, everybody. I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Thanks for being here tonight. Uh, it's been a busy day out there. Uh, lots of news going on. Um, I guess by now most of you have heard, and Bill's going to talk a little bit more about that, um, that we have um, the variant has arrived in the United States. Misty, you're there. I got you in the background. I see you. Um, so the, uh, the variant has arrived in the United States. One person so far has it. And uh, well, as the report said, it was a mild case, which most of them have been. Uh, the person was fully vaxxed. Um, and I found the next comment from Dr. Fauci a little interesting because his next words out of his mouth were, um, the best way you can prevent this is to get vaccinated. <laughs> I, and according to what I'm reading in Africa, half of the people, I think it was half the people were vaccinated. So. Um, I, we live in crazy, crazy times. And, uh, the other big news I think in Oregon today is it sounds like Congressman Peter DeFazio is not a Democrat is not going to run after, oh God, years and years and years. Um, he's not going to run, uh, to be a house representative of house district number four, which is all of us here in Lane County and Roseburg and the South coast. So, People have been waiting for that position to open up for years. And uh, DeFazio has decided apparently not to run. And so uh, that's going to, uh, it's going to be a cluster. <laughs> Every person, I'm, I'm already hearing people. And uh, everybody's going to jump into that ring because there's a lot of people around here who've been waiting for that for a long, long time. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that as well. Um, our show is sponsored tonight by Chris Dental Family Dentistry. Uh, Dr. Bratland sponsors all of our newscasts from with Bill London. Uh, that's about to come up. Uh, he also sponsors other shows. He's a huge uh, part of our show and our program. And if you are looking for a dentist who doesn't care if you are vaccinated or not, who doesn't ask questions about your, your health because he's there to take care of your health, uh, you might want to check out. Uh, Chris Dental Family Dentistry over by Oakway Mall. Um, he's a great guy, a good friend, and an amazing guy. Another new, we have a new uh, sponsor as well, uh, Mercury Mercury Metal Design and Fabrication. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about them after the newscast and show you some video of this really cool thing that they built as a movie screen. I'll, I'll show you when we get to it. And then we have Misty Fox, a woman who has been in contact with me, and she is really concerned about our Second Amendment rights. And so she is going to be here to talk. And Bill, in his newscast, is going to be talking about tonight is the final maps being drawn for county commissioner positions, districts here in Lane County. And as most of us know, um, one of the people who came up with most of the plans uh, drawing those maps actually worked for two of the county commissioners who are actually on the county commission right now, which feels and seems like an awful big conflict of interest, but that's kind of the way it works in Oregon these days. So he's going to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, let's throw the open and we'll get right into our show. Up with this. That's what I understand. From the 1120 AM and 93.7 FM, KPNW Studios, I'm Bill London. And look at you. Sarah, look at that introduction. Isn't Rick you such a charmer? Bring the lion out. We had a sketch artist do a drawing 
Um, tonight on our show, we're going to have... Music therapy has been shown to release... It's time now for Rick. Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? There's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun. Now it's time to get real. Said so now it's time to get real. I mean really real. It's a big dose of really real real with Rick. I'll see you at five. Good evening from the News Radio 1120 AM and 93.7 FM KPNW Studios. I'm Bill London, and I'm just waiting for Mr. Ed to show up. He's old. He's not picking up on his cues anymore. Hello, can't, Will. Can't hear so well. <laughs> Speaking of old, let the Twit Olympics begin. Longtime Oregon Congressman Peter DeFazio announced today that he will not run for re-election next year. He made the announcement today. He's been in Congress for 36 years. He is the longest serving Oregon Congressman in history, and he's the 65th longest sitting Congressman in the history of the United States. Congratulations on being number 65. In a statement, DeFazio said that it's time for him to pass the baton on to the younger generation and that he's going to focus on his health and well-being. Now, moving forward, DeFazio says for the next year, he's going to work on trying to pass that trillion-dollar-plus Build Back Better Act, which is simply a wish list of spending on progressive social issues. And DeFazio says he wants more legislation to continue spending billions more on climate initiatives, you can pretty much expect the remaining 12 people in the state not running for governor to run for this particular seat. And you can expect the spending on the fourth congressional seat to utterly eclipse the money that's going to be spent on next year's gubernatorial race. Now, this is kind of a historic event and a big news story for the local area. So we had our composite artist put together a picture of DeFazio no longer running. And as you can see, he apparently was unable to circumnavigate the fire hydrant. And when that happens, it's time for a congressman to step down. Commissioners in Lane County tonight are going to be making a final decision on their redistricting process. Of course, there are five districts in Lane County. Each one of those districts is represented by its particular county commissioner. This is done every 10 years along with the release of the U.S. Census. It's interesting to note there are three maps that will be discussed tonight and one of those will be enacted. Of those maps, and they are not numbered, they're lettered C, J, and Q, J and Q both were either crafted either in part, one of them in total, by Kevin Cornyn. Now, we reported, I think, when we first started doing news here on Get Real with Rick Dancer, that Kevin Cornyn was a political consultant and a union organizer, and as a political consultant, he's received over $100,000 in payments from sitting commissioners Heather Buck and Joe Burney. Is that ethical? And they will be, of course, deciding on which of his maps that they're going to use, or possibly map C, which more resembles the current 
County Commission seats. If you want to be a part of the discussion tonight, it will be your last chance to have public comment. But of course, COVID-19 is being used as an excuse to not have public meetings. So you have to sign up to be on a essentially Zoom meeting. It starts at 5.30, and if you want to comment, I can tell you right now that likely proponents of MAPS J and Q are already lined up in queue and will probably be testifying in favor of them, but it will start at 5.30. You have to register in advance. You can do so by going to the Lane County website. Rick is also going to have a link that I think that he is going to be posting. I sent it to him a little earlier today. In case you're wondering, about 85% of the state employees who got an extension to meet Oregon Governor Kate Brown's decree that they be vaccinated or fired, well, 85% of those people apparently have gotten vaccinated, 84.7% to be exact. Then you've got another 12.2% who have approved religious or medical exemptions, and the remaining 3% plus of those who are unvaccinated and didn't get an exemption well, likely they're going to lose their jobs. How many employees will that be? At this point, the state is not saying. Also, the latest fuel data is out from AAA, and congratulations, we're number five. Oregon is the fifth most expensive state to buy a gallon of gas. It's $379 as of the latest check. And one of the reasons that our gas prices are so high is because, well, we actually have not only gas taxes, but we have a cleverly disguised hidden gas tax called the Clean Fuel Standard, which is this complicated bureaucratic scheme that forces businesses to pay a fee over high blend fuel requirements. And despite multiple media requests over the years, that information has never been released publicly. It's known unknown exactly how much of the total fee is really costing people and where the money is going and where it is being spent. But of course, our politicians promise us it's important and it's going for good stuff. And finally, we will end with uh, a continuing look at some of the initiative petitions that are currently circulating, gathering signatures so that they can make it in front of voters on the November 2022 ballot. And we're going to focus on IP 17 and 18. Now, these are gun control initiative petitions. 17 would require anybody interested in buying a gun to go through a permitting process. The process would include a background check as well as training in the classroom and live fire settings. Currently, that kind of training only exists, at least as far as I've been able to tell, in two locations in the entire state. The permit would be good for only five years, and of course, you would have to pay a considerable fee to renew it. The petition would also ban the sale and manufacture of ammunition magazines that hold more than 10 rounds, unless you're a member of the military or you are law enforcement. 18 is even more fun. It would ban the manufacture, purchase, use, and possession of semi-automatic assault firearms. And within 80 days, if you are going to own one of those, you actually have to qualify to be registered to own those particular weapons. And how semi-automatic assault firearms are defined? Well, let's put it this way. There are dozens 
of different types of rifles that are on this list, but rifles aren't the only ones. There's also semi-automatic shotguns and yes, semi-automatic handguns. Yes, they will be considered assault style weapons. And if they're registered, you can use them on private property for hunting at shooting ranges in competition and at educational exhibitions. Notice it doesn't say, for instance, that if you defended yourself in a concealed carry incident, well, according to the way this is written at least, you would qualify for a Class A misdemeanor. And if that's just a first offense, later offenses have higher penalties. And like I said, it lists so many modern firearms, it would take the better part of a day to go through them. And note where it says they could be used on private property, shooting ranges in competition and at educational exhibitions. Currently, you are allowed in most cases to go out on federal lands like BLM lands if you want to go target practicing. Not anymore, at least if it passes. And you can thank a Portland progressive group for these initiative petitions. That's a look at the stories we're following. Rick, do us all a favor. Get real. You get real. Get real, real. I'm Bill London from the farm. <laughs> do you like Bill's new set? I took that over to him today. Um, Dr. Bratlin had that in his dentist office and he said, Bill needs something behind him. And uh, so I said, okay, we can work that out. So he had that uh, thing. I took it over to Bill and he goes, where's Mr. Ed? And I was like, Bill, there is no Mr. Ed anymore. So you guys, I want to tell you about our other client we have now. And I'm going to have to read a little bit of this because they're new. And uh, we went over and met them. And they are such amazing people. Um, it's Mercury Metal Design and Fabrication. And they do so many cool things. I'm going to show you a project in just a second here. But they started in Springfield 70 years ago. And they were repairing engines and chainsaws and stuff like that. And now they do amazing things. In 2015, the, the current owners bought the place. They have, what is it, up to 45. They had three employees. Now they have 45. And they stopped working on small engines like they did in the beginning. And now they do all kinds of designs. They, they do all kinds of high-tech things. Uh, besides just commercial companies, they've always been there uh, for random walk-ins as well. So they do all sorts of stuff. But check this out. I want you to see this. Um, I'm going to bring this up and add this to the screen. Look at this. So this is a movie projector that they designed and created. So it just comes right out of this box via the ground. And look at that. So they came up with the whole idea. They designed it for a client. And somebody's going to have this really cool system in their wherever, their home or their business. And it's just popped right up out of it. Um, is that not the coolest thing? So they're located over kind of by Baker Boots um, in, uh, in Eugene. And the day that I would open, I can keep watching this. That is, look how high that thing gets. That is absolutely amazing. They work on all kinds of really cool custom projects. And, um, and their, their staff is so amazing because they have so many different people, but they have welders, they have different people. They have big machines that are high-tech, cutters that are cutting the steel um, and that's how they're able to do all that kind of work. Absolutely amazing. 
things in your favorite area. Oh, there goes my train. And I can't shut my mic off in my pocket. So anyway, uh, Mercury Metal Fabricators, and I'm going to put their brand up there. They are, they're not sponsoring, that. They're one of our new sponsors is going to be with us sponsoring all kinds of shows. And we're really happy to have them. And they'll be coming on once a month to talk about what they do. And they're going to be spending video shows every week to show you the next new really cool project. Now, I have somebody, and I'm hoping this will happen. Uh, Misty Fox is a woman here in town, and she is really concerned about uh, gun rights in Lane County. And Misty, I see your you're having some trouble with our signal there and I'm not getting, yeah, it's not coming through. Um, she's putting together, she wants to make Lane County a sanctuary state uh, or, or county in terms of gun regulations. And I'm going to keep watching to see if she comes back up um, and she may or she may not. Um, the other thing I wanted to know, it, it's cool beans. You liked that, didn't you? That was really cool. Um, tell me this. Um, who do you think should replace Peter DeFazio? I'd like you just to write names of people you know in here. I'd really be, I mean, this has been 36 years uh, with DeFazio on, at the helm. And for the last 20, I know every time a, an election comes around, people start saying, huh, I wonder if he's going to run again. Now, after all that time, all these people who wanted to run for that seat um, are now uh, out there. And I'm wondering who you think uh, would be a, a good replacement for Congressman Peter DeFazio. There are a lot of names. Bill and I were talking, I went over when I talked to him today, we were talking about a lot of names that we know, people that we already kind of suspect are going to do. Um, I can't, Kate Brown, somebody's saying Kate Brown. I don't think Kate Brown, oh, me, thank you. Um, you know what? A few years ago, that would have been a possibility. That would have been a seat I would have been uh, very, very interested in. I can bet Kate Brown will run. She'd be crazy to run. She's so unpopular right now. Um, yeah, I think Alex Claretto would probably be somebody that'll be out there. Um, that's probably one as well. Uh, used to be, oh, I got Misty here. So, yep. Um, let's see. Let me see if I can bring Misty in here. Misty, are you, are you there, Misty? I can see you in my monitor, but I can't see you out there. Oh, I don't think this is going to work. I'm sorry, Misty. I cannot get you on that screen right there. So anyway, who else do you guys think? Alex Scolaretto, Um, He ran uh, for that position, what was it, two years ago? Um, uh, I, you know, I also think Oregon needs to look at some fresh people. Um, I think people are going to be looking for something different. And I'm going to try Misty one more time and see if she comes up. Misty, can you hear me at all? No. Okay. Well, that's the way technology works sometimes. <laughs> so, so in the wings, I have another thing, but here's what I wanted to talk with you about really fast. I already have, oh, here we go. Now we got some comments in here. Um, oh, Soros will appoint someone to DeFazio's seat. Well, you know what? I think it's time Oregonians start putting a stop to that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? I think what we've learned from COVID is that we can that we can do that. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about. I was listening to Jordan Peterson today. I don't know how many of you know who he is. Um, if you don't, you really need to go look him up on YouTube. Um, he's a profound man. He's got, and there's people that hate him, but what people hate me, um, I don't care. And he's kind of, he's my, uh, I, I watch him and I think, man, you got guts. And he's, he was talking in this video. He says, when you repress people or you repress who you are or what you believe, you start to shrink back. 
when you live under tyranny, when you are scared to speak up, you become bitter, you become anxious, and you become angry. And when you're anxious and bitter and angry, you're more susceptible to disease and viruses and COVID. When others push their ideology on you, when they try to force their beliefs on you, you become oppressed, you become controlled, and you want, and you're just not going to last. It's about your rights. That's what people want you to think. But actually, it's not about rights. It's about truth, and it's about responsibility. Wouldn't it be nice if people took responsibility for what they do and, and what they say um, and, and who they are? But we live in a culture that just wants all that. It's all about my rights. What's my right? What it, it's my right to do this. Well, not, honestly, for me personally, I, I don't think I have many rights. I, I, ha, I have some. But really what I need is to take responsibility for who I am and what I do and what I say. Take responsibility for your life and you stop blaming other people. And we live in a culture that loves to blame everybody else for what they lack. Well, here's what I'm kind of thinking just in my life. And I hope that this kind of pushes you a little bit. I will not be silenced. I will not be shut up. I will not be canceled or coerced or controlled. It's to stand up to the craziness. And that's what we all need to do is stand up and say, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be run by people and by culture and by, by folks who are telling me this is what I have to do. And this is what I can't do. Um, they want you to obey like the salt Laker says, um, my son has been telling me how great Peterson is for months. Have you seen the podcast with he and Joe Rogan? I have this one that I highly recommend. And it's on my Facebook page. Go look for it. Um, if he is talking with John Stossel, remember John Stossel from ABC News, he used to do 2020 and he was the investigative guy. He's a, he's a libertarian and John Stossel is up just right in your face. He's not afraid of anything. And the two of them are having a conversation. There's little pieces of this. The two of them in this one are having a long conversation and it is phenomenal because he's on there standing. You know, here's the thing I think you have to learn. And I'm learning this too. I've now I'm, I'm in this process is people can say whatever they want. It doesn't mean that it's true. And we just have to stand up for what we feel is true and, and, and call out things that are just ridiculous, like this new variant. One person in the United States so far has it. Will more people get it? Yes. But let's look at the facts. The doctors in, in Africa are telling us that not many people, it's not a real, they're not getting real, real sick with it. And 50% of the people I think it was there uh, were vaxxed that got it and 50% weren't. So here, this person that got it here, a man in California came from South Africa and had it, wasn't serious, getting over it and he's vaxxed. And the next word out of Dr. Fauci's mouth is people need to get vaxxed to, to protect themselves from this variant. <laughs> I'm sorry. That doesn't make any sense to me. It blows me away that it's good. I mean, are, are we that? Or do we think that little that we can't critically think and think, wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. Crazy in the right term. All right. He will be really overcome. He will really overcome this madness. Um, I think it's just time for people to take a stand and stand up and say, I'm just not going to do that anymore. And, and Oregon needs to um, 
to, to you, make your decision. If you want to be vaxxed, good. If you don't want to be vaxxed, that's your choice. But all this other stuff that's going on, we have to be, if we haven't learned anything, we need to be very, very involved in what we're doing. And you need to think for yourself. Um, the other morning I'm sitting in the, the gym and I'm on the machine, I'm doing my cardio and I looked up five stations up there. Three of the five were just that variant found warning. Everybody's being warned. And it was like, everybody already knew if you listen to any other, any other newscast besides the major networks that it wasn't overly serious, um, that we, yes, we should be concerned, but it wasn't overly serious. And to have all the news agencies just blowing it up and scaring people, it makes me sick, it makes me want to puke. So anyway, that's my point is take responsibility for your own life and stop blaming other people for what you don't have or what you can't do. And, you know, I, I've done a lot of stories recently on, on some very wealthy people in our community who have passed away. And you go back and look at their history and where they came from. These were people that were dirt poor. They came over here from other countries. They immigrated here legally, came here and made something of themselves because what they did is they worked really, really hard and they never let people tell them that they couldn't do something. They never let somebody turn them down at a, at a job interview and walk away. So you can learn a lot from history and from people like that. And what you learn is maybe it's just time that people start getting responsible for their own lives and start finding ways to make your life better and, and pay attention to who you're voting for. So in, in the in kind of that whole flavor and idea, I thought what we would do tonight to end is um, on something really fun. Um, and, you know, we, we all have to kind of take risks in our life, right? So we're learning that we have to do things that are scary. Well, I'm really afraid of heights. Um, and my wife just told me for her 60th birthday, she wants to go skydiving with me. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. um, and I am like, uh, it, 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 I like what this, I like what you're saying, folks. To stand up with themselves every day is infectious. It really is. Once you figure out, you can do this. So when we went to Cave Junction a couple of years ago, uh, we did all these, you know, different uh, zip lines and that kind of stuff. And then at the end, the guy says, "Yeah, you know, we got this uh, this Tarzan swing, and uh, you know, I use a, a golf cart and I pull you up in a tree, and then we let you, and you have to let go yourself. We don't." They don't stop you. You just have to let go yourself. And it probably one of the scariest things I have ever done in my life. And Kathy too. Um, so take a look at this. I'm going to read this too. Freedom is the freedom to say two plus two makes four. If that is granted, if that is granted, all else follows George Orwell. Um, very good comment. So here is, um, don't be afraid. I like when you guys talk. I just want to bring this up. They can't kill you and eat you. Um, they, yeah, you know, I, I learned a long time ago. People can make your life miserable. Uh, they can say mean things about you, but you can't, you can't, you can't shut me up. Um, you know, and I'm not going in the grave until God says I'm going in the grave. So um, that's kind of what it is. Uh, that's how it works. So take a look at this. We'll be back with a, a closing thought or two. But here is Cave Junction and the Tarzan swing. One, two, three. Ah!
So again, we want to thank our friends at Toyota and your Northwest Toyota dealers and the Rural Development Initiative for sponsoring our show. done this before. Those guys are as actors. And we want to thank our friends at Toyota and your Northwest Toyota dealers and the Rural Development Initiative for sponsoring our show. That is one of the scariest things ever. The first time you do it, they brought me down. He says, you want to do it again? I said, yeah, hurry. Before I think about it, just get me back up there again. I don't want to think about it again. So um, that's in Canyonville uh, down in Southern Oregon. Uh, the address is on there. Just go back and look and you can find out how to get there to the Treehouse Resort. They also have tree houses you can stay in that are really cool. Uh, so you can do that as well. So yeah, you guys, a lot of nice comments on here. Keep telling me who you think should run um, in the seat for Peter DeFazio. I'd love to see that. Share this on your page so other people can see what's going on and what we're doing. Um, and uh, we will be back tomorrow. And I'm sorry our guest didn't, wasn't able to get on, but that happens. You know, it's just kind of things that go on. And um, and again, um, where is, did you ask information for, so Lane County, let me get this. I'm going to put this up again because this meeting is starting. And I love Bill because he's so... Um, rational you know are they going to listen to you let's just be real about this thing you know probably not and i hate to be that way but that's the truth um but what do we do we can't just give up uh but they're going to be deciding the numbers and they cheated and now um 
you know, two people who've been paid are going to be helping to draw the lines for people that they worked for. And will they work for them again? I guess that's what we're going to call them out if they do, if we see that happening again, because they're both running again. And if they uh, if their maps were designed by the person who's running their campaign, then I think we ought to squeal loud uh, because that's the only way it's going to change. Um, Harbick is running. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is Cave Junction. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate that. Get going and I can't. Harbick's running um, against Ron Wyden for the Senate. This would be next year, Peter DeFazio's seat for the House of Representatives. Um, tomorrow night, we have a bunch of parents out of Corvallis um, who are very concerned about their kids and the vaccine and the school district. And we have four of them coming on tomorrow and they will be talking with us. Kim will also be here with the weekend wrap of what's going on this weekend. That's Springfield Christmas Parade or the Holiday Parade, I guess that's what we call it now. The Holiday Parade is on um, and uh, that will be tomorrow night right here, five o'clock. Uh, so share it um, and have fun. And um, I'll, I'll talk about that tomorrow. I got something else I want to tell you, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it tomorrow. All right. Have a great, great, great evening. I'll see you.